With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money show. It is Wednesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's so lovely. It's like amateur hour, really. I mean, I hope you're not going to waste all sorts of weird amounts of money on a meal where the service is probably not going to be that good. And also, maybe you're going to save yourself some money and not buy flowers today when that's the day where all the suckers buy flowers and they jack the price. All right, maybe you're romantic. Go for it. Go for it. I don't want to discourage you. Okay, now for special Valentine's Day, guess what I'm doing? I am talking about inflation. Yesterday morning, the government released the January CPI, Consumer Price Index, and uh, I went on to the CBS News stream with the anchor, Anne-Marie Green, to discuss the report. So let's do that. Let me air that so you guys have a sense of it. And we talk a little bit about markets as well. And then on the other side of it, I've got a few more comments that I didn't get to. So here is the analysis of the Consumer Price Index, as well as some chat about markets. Prices are not going down, but the rate of inflation, the rate of the increases is coming down. Okay. That's the good news. All right, great. Yeah, we'll I take like some good news. Yeah. Remember, we were up at 9% in the summer of 22. Now, as you just said, 3.1% on an annualized basis, mm-hmm. still higher than what the Federal Reserve wants. So what is behind the number? The January number was stronger than expected. I am going to put this all on one component specifically, okay. the shelter index. Okay, shelter. What is that? Okay, it's like, how much are you paying for your housing? Right, okay. Now, the weird thing is there's two ways to pay for housing, right? You can have people who own a home, they've got mortgages, they are not actually experiencing inflation for their housing costs because they probably have mostly locked in mortgages at very low rates. Mm -hmm. But to make the data consistent, what the government does is says, hey, you live in a house that you own. What would it cost you to rent that in the marketplace? Mm. That's called the rental equivalent index. Whatever. It's total pain in the neck to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Then there's actual rents. When we put it together, the shelter component actually accounts for two-thirds of the overall consumer price index. So when you said 3.1%, Ew. 
This is all about shelter. Shelter accelerated at a 6% pace from a year ago. That's a lot. But here's the thing. It's weird. When you go to apartments.com, when you go to Redfin, it shows that actually rents are coming down. It has not been reflected in the government data. This is one of the reasons why mm. economists are like, wait a second, that number doesn't seem right. But it's the number we have. Mm. So again, big picture, the rate of increases, the rate of inflation right. is coming down. However, there are certain aspects of this report that do jump out like shelter, like motor vehicle insurance, by the way. I just got my renewal up 20 percent from a year ago. Yikes. So these are the kinds of things that stick in the craw of consumers. Right. Yeah. And it's a good reminder that this is all data that's like backward looking. So that's why maybe when you get online, you don't see it being uh, reflected. But of course, everyone wants to know, well, what does that mean when it comes to the Fed? How are they going to interpret this? What are they going to do about interest rates? It's been three years since we've been under three percent and in the inflation rate, so let good. alone the two yeah. percent inflation rate that they want. So we have a meeting in March. I think there's no way they're going to cut interest rates if this is what the data show us. Yeah. Then the next one's in May. And then we've got a June meeting. So, I mean, they'll cut eventually, but they're not cutting right now. Why should they? Yeah. You know, there's a couple of aspects of the economy that remain stronger than they'd like. Not only is the inflation rate strong, but the job market is really strong. Mm -hmm. And the wage component of the Labor Department's report mm -hmm. is kind of showing that People are paying up to get employees. Mm. Wages were up four and a half percent from a year ago. So the Fed is concerned. Hey, as consumers make more money, what happens? We spend more money and that can help keep inflation higher. Right. So before we let you go, I'm going to ask you about something completely different. The stock market's like gangbusters. Bananas. Yeah. What's going on? I promised I was going to teach you something fun today. Okay, right? I I'd like learn. to introduce a new concept and you teach me something every <laughs> single day. So. There is something called the Magnificent Seven. Heard of it or not heard of Never. it? Never. Fun. Okay, <laughs> here we go. There are seven stocks that drove a lot of the stock market's returns last year. So, you ready for them? They're yeah. the big tech stocks. Meta. Meta is one of them, but let me go in order. Otherwise, okay, I'll never okay, sorry, remember. Sorry. Amazon, Apple, Alphabet. So, those three A's. Then there is Microsoft Meta, NVIDIA, big chip maker for AI, and Tesla. Those seven companies... Total return last year, 111%. Wow. The S&P 500 was up 24 and a quarter percent. And so when you think about stocks going higher, I want yeah. you to think of two things. Wow, that MAG7 really drove the action. Big tech continues to be a huge component huh. of the overall stock market. So on Friday, last Friday, S&P 500 went, crossed over the 5,000 level first time yeah. ever. We got a new record in the Dow, but who cares about the Dow? It's only 30 stocks. The Nasdaq was up by more than 40% last year. So companies like these are making a ton of money. And mm. at the same time, we have other companies that are doing things like saying, we want to be more um, productive. We want to slim down. Mm. And it means that they're laying people off mm -hmm. so that they can streamline operations mm -hmm. in order to be able to deliver earnings to their shareholders. Right, that look good. That's, yeah. So the reality is these two things together, many companies making a lot of money, some companies saying we're not making money, but we're cutting our staff down to actually make sure that we do right. make, or at least don't lose money or stop losing as much money. Right. This together brings the stock market higher. There's a lot of good happening in the U.S. economy. If you lose your job, I know it stinks if you're one yeah. of those companies. On the other hand, if you're a shareholder, you own it in your 401k, you're pretty happy. Okay, so... 
You know, I think a few things to remember about inflation reports. It's a moment in time, but I am really kind of freaked out by this shelter component. And I think that when we continue to examine that, despite all the assurances I've had from economists that, oh, no, in the long run, everything sort of catches up to the all the data kind of converges, not catches up, but converges. It hasn't so far. And so when we recorded this segment, which was nine o'clock Eastern time, stocks had not opened. And when they opened, it was kind of a nasty opening. And the reason is that when the investment community looks at inflation data, coupled with a pretty strong employment report that we got for the month of January, they sort of look quickly and say, all right, yeah, sure, inflation's coming down really slowly, but they are more concerned with how the Federal Reserve will view this data. And it is hard to see how the central bank could do anything except hold rates where they are at the March meeting, maybe at the May meeting, and maybe even waiting until the summer before they start to cut rates. And I think, you know, we're looking at an inflation rate, the top line at 3.1%. We're trying to get to 2%. We haven't been below 3% in almost three years. So I just think that this is a report that does freak out investors. I was happy that we were talking about just how much markets had been going up. And it is also important to say that there are many parts of the economy that are firing. And clearly the technology sector, maybe it's gotten ahead of itself, but it is firing. And, you know, when we think about being long-term investors, I know what you guys like to look at. I do too. It's not looking at uh, a day or a week or a month, even a year. Last year was a great year, but the year before was really stinky. It's sticking with your game plan for the long term. There are going to be times that challenge you. There are going to be moments where you say, oh no, do I really have to just stay with this? Yes, it is hard, but I encourage every one of you to try to look past a bad day to look past a report that doesn't give us exactly what we need and understand that although this is important, it is kind of noise. What's more important is what's going on in your financial life, your real life. And if you'd like to join us to have a conversation about that, please go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. And while you're there, check out all of our great content because that is where it lives. So maybe it's the blog, maybe it's the resources section, maybe it's the free weekly newsletter or some of the other things that we offer that cost a few bucks, but check it all out. As always, we do like to remind you, you can subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts and try to do something nice for someone else today. It is Valentine's Day. Maybe not just your loved one, maybe your loved ones, your mamas, your friends, someone who might have lost somebody who needs a little Valentine virtual hug. Go give them something. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on Homes.com. 
They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework.